We're certainly privileged today to have the Harlan Miller Corral with us. This corral is an outgrowth of the corral that was in the Napa Valley for over two decades, um, and uh, Norman Skeel's corral. And now the many of the same members of that corral are in this new corral, and they've, of all places, chosen to come to our Fort Bragg Church and worship with us today, bringing us messages of salvation and song. We certainly welcome them. Good morning. My name is Harlan Miller, and I wish you a happy Sabbath. We're happy to be here with you this morning. And the program that we have roughly starts out with some worship songs about why we're here, and then it's going into what God has done for us, and then it's going to talk, we're going to sing a little bit about how we live our Christian lives, and then we're going to end up with the things that we are looking for as Christians, which is the coming of Jesus Christ, hopefully sooner than later, uh, but the fact that he is coming. Have you learned it yet? Surely God is in this place.
These are wonderful scriptural songs, aren't they? John 3.16, of course, for God so loved the world. And from the Old Testament, something that is a reflection of that, the Lord is my shepherd, what have I to fear? Now we're going to sing a set of hymns, some of which will be familiar to you from the music, and some will be familiar to you from the text. But these are a set of hymn arrangements.
Bibles in front of you or beside you, I'd like to ask you to turn before we sing this next song to Luke 15. Luke chapter 15. It's a very famous parable. And I would like us to just review it for just a moment here. Starting with verse 11. There was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, Father, give me my share of the estate. And so he divided the property between them. Not long after that, the younger son got together all he had, set off for a distant country, and there squandered his wealth in wild living. After he had spent everything, there was a severe famine in that whole country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of that country who sent him to his fields to feed pigs. He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. When he came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's hired men have food to spare? And here I am starving to death. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired men. And so he got up and went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. And he ran to his son, threw his arms around him, and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be your son. And the father, but the father said, notice that the son didn't get to finish his speech. Remember the speech that we just read that he was going to say to his father? His father didn't let him continue very far. But the father said to his servants, Quick, bring the best robe, put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost to me and is found. And so they began to celebrate. And that's the parable of the lost son. Or is it? It's not... The end of the parable. We continue. Meanwhile, the older son was in the field. When he came near the house, he heard music and dancing, and so he called one of the servants and asked him what was going on. Your brother has come, he replied, and your father has killed the fattened calf because he has him back safe and sound. The older brother became angry and refused to go in. So his father went out and pleaded with him, but he answered his father saying, Look, all these years... And notice what the oldest son thinks the relationship is between him and his father. He says, all these years I have been slaving for you and never disobeyed your orders. To the son, the older son thought that that was the epitome of sonship. All these years I have been slaving for you and never disobeyed your orders. Yet you never gave me even a young goat so I could celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours, I was squandered your property with prostitutes, comes home, you kill the fattened calf for him. Now look at what the father thought the relationship ought to be. My son, the father said, you are always with me, and everything I have is yours. But we had to celebrate and be glad, because this brother of yours was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. Now which one of these brothers was the lost brother? They were both lost in two different ways. One went off and got lost. And the other one was lost because he didn't have 
the relationship defined well. He thought the relationship was, uh, where was it? Verse 29, all these years I have been slaving for you and never disobeyed your orders. How many of us think of God in that kind of a relationship? We slave for him and we never disobey his orders and we think that's the basis of our relationship. But look at what this story says about the father here and what he thinks the relationship is. Down in verse 31. My son, he said, you are always with me. The father thinks that's the important thing. You're always with me. And the second thing that he thinks is important is everything I have is yours. Sort of in between in the lines, he's saying, if you wanted to have a party, you had the means to have a, proper, had a, have a party. You didn't have to ask because everything I have is yours. You could have used it to have a party. Let's party, <laughs> fellow Christians. Let's party. This is, this, when I read most of, more focused in on this parable, my Christian experience took a, well, I was going to say a left turn. But the, the opposite way is, is better. I took a right turn <laughs> in my relationship with God because I had been trying to do everything that he, that I thought he wanted me to do and not disobey him. And this parable is telling me that the father thought, thinks that being with him is the relationship. Being with him is the relationship. And, since every, and everything that he has is mine in that relationship. What a great God we have. What a great God we have that wants us to be with him. And that's the relationship. And with that comes everything that God has is ours. This song reflects that. Oh, my God. 
I normally talk a lot, but last night somebody said, are we really going to sing all this music? How about the time and the amount of time that you take to talk? I'm not taking the time to talk today. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you about this next song. You just listen. <laughs>
about 30 years. I'm the new guy on the block. And it's fun to go around to different churches. Oh, they used to sing. They used to sing. And so we always pull them up. Come sing with them.
reflecting a bit on the relationship of God's, the, the Father, I am with you, you are with me all the time, everything I have is yours. Listen to this fairly new hymn that was written reflecting a father's thoughts to his child about how no matter what happens, the son is his and he will bring him home.
that you offer with us, that being with you and everything that you have is available to us. We thank you for that, making that possible through Jesus Christ. We thank you for the sacrifice that he gave to make it possible for us to enter into a relationship with you and a life that stretches throughout eternity. We thank you for this time that we have been together this morning as we have reflected on your word and discussed you and as we have worshipped you in thought and in music, and we pray now your protection and your blessing as we go our ways, may you be a part and in everything that we do and say, that your graciousness and your grace may flow through us to everyone we come in contact with. We thank you and praise your name in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you very much. Thank you very much.